Greetings, fellow visitors. This is Upgrade Terminal, a Star of Providence fan cast. I'm Malachi. And I'm Nick. Welcome back to the facility. So, today is a bit of a special episode because we are joined by my friend, Lore. Say hi, Lore. Hi, Lore. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what else you were expecting. That's fair enough. For those of you who don't know, Lore is a friend of ours. Lore is, and I've said this before, Lore is the reason why I started playing this game. Lore streamed this game a bunch in 2017 and 2018 and 2019, maybe. And she was a big reason as to why I got invested into the game, why I got so into the characters and the lore, the enthusiasm that she had sort of rubbed off on me, and it just inspired me to sort of dive even deeper into the game. And she's just always been fun to talk to about this game and to just share ideas and to talk about stuff. So she's here now. Yeah, welcome. A toast. I propose a toast to the founder of the podcast. (laughs) Yes, grandma, apparently. (laughs) All right. Hey, we didn't say that. Yeah, that wasn't us. I know you didn't. You you didn't, but you agreed with it. Mm. I'm going to have to go back and listen to the tapes on that one. So we're recording this episode right now because it finally happened. Mm-hmm. The game Monolith has had its name officially changed to Star of Providence, and it happened in a really big way. But the first thing we want to talk about is just review again what the catalyst for the change was. So the primary catalyst for the change was the fact that uh, Warner Brothers has trademarked the name Monolith. And as a preemptive measure to avoid any future trouble... Team D13 has decided that they would change the name to sort of sidestep any potential issue and sort of, in their own words, it was timely preparation for future eventualities. Yeah, you don't want to mess with Big Warner Brother. No, you certainly do not. (laughs) I don't know what they'll do. Unleash the Animaniacs on you. I don't know. Sure. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But the thing is, while the sort of legal concern might have been the catalyst for this change, it is not the only reason why they have changed this. For instance, one of the things that the team has said, I think starting all the way back to 2018, is that the the name Monolith is just not good for search engine optimization. It is not something you can just look up and you'll immediately get what you this game it clashes with other games or other things called monolith or just and, the monoliths in the world there's a lot of them <laughs> that's true also that so i remember them talking about this as early as 2017 actually oh wow if i recall properly huh so they realized very quickly that it was not the best name choice for discoverability and they were saying how that really might have hurt their popularity because by the time they added the after the end tagline it was mm-hmm. kind of too late to ride the initial hype wave yeah it was a good name though i loved it it Monolith. was a, it was a good name but 
I, for this reason and some others, which we'll mention in just a bit, it was time to change. And as good as as good of a name as Monolith is, Star of Providence is just so much more unique and distinctive, and it will unambiguously refer to only this game. So it does yeah. serve that purpose. Yeah, I I agree, and I do love the new name. And I did pull up something um, just mm-hmm. in case people may not know after all of this time, what uh, providence might mean. It is defined as God or nature as providing protective or spiritual care, which seems like something of a bit of irony, considering what, in this case, the star of providence is. And you saw Noel turn into a star there in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So kind of adds on to Ooh, that. Yeah, I didn't make that connection. That's a great connection, Lore. Yeah, the the lore implications of the name are ripe for discussion and speculation as to what does it really mean. Well, I think the star was interpreted as a star of providence, right? The council. It's like, ooh, this is a good thing. But it wasn't a good thing. And then it wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The other thing the name change will resolve, though, is the Twitch overlap, mm-hmm. which for those of you who don't know, there's more than one game called Monolith, and Twitch automatically reverts to the newest Monolith game for the cover. And so, you know, I follow Monolith. I regularly check for anyone streaming it. And when they are streaming it, it shows the wrong image from the wrong game. And it's just very confusing. Yeah. And at should pension at time of recording, this overlap has not yet been resolved hopefully it will by the time the update releases but yeah it's just one of those things that you just had to know oh it's just it's just mistaken and hopefully that'll soon get resolved yeah and one more thing is that by now calling the game star of providence you no longer have this ambiguity between the game and the boss monolith which will still retain its name it would still be called monolith and in fact the devs have said that the name was named after the boss fight not the other way around Mm -hmm. and i know some people are lamenting like oh well but now monolith the boss you know it doesn't have like kind of like that full full circle feeling of like oh this is what you're fighting for and i will point out by saying there is nothing preventing the devs from adding a boss in the future called Star of Providence or something like that to sort of help close that circle as well. Oh, that gets my brain gears turning. What would that even be? Mm. I think also, though, if there's a little bit of ambiguity there, I think it's okay because if if you talk to the trader, the trader kind of seems to hint that the Star of Providence is monolith, is you know, a fragment of the power eternal, however you want to interpret it. And so I think for any players that are reading the text closely and really trying to dig out that lore, it'll still be a really rewarding kind of connection to make. Mm-hmm. Hence that definition of providence and that being somewhat ironic, as I said earlier. Hmm. There's still so much, so many questions left unanswered and the name change kind of forces us to really ask some of these questions in a new light and it's exciting 
very. Mm-hmm. So the other thing that happened uh, in tandem with the name change, um, Monolith, sorry, Star of Providence now has a publisher. <laughs> Indeed it does. The publisher is Big Mode, who is, uh, well, it's Donkeys, a publishing company. I'm old. I don't know who Dunkey is. Haven't watched a lot of his content. But you know what? I'm really glad that uh, he's publishing Star Providence. <laughs> I'm also not terribly familiar with Dunkey. I've heard his name around, but I've never actually watched his videos. I do greatly um, appreciate that he appreciates this game to the extent mm-hmm. that he does, he caused the massive popularity and sales boom in 2018 just by mentioning it. Well, that's cool. And now he's putting his full weight behind this game. And in terms of um, having a publisher, the team now probably has a lot more resources to work with. And I'm incredibly happy for them in that regard. They definitely deserve it. Well said. Yeah, I, I've watched a bit of Donkey. It did not really stay with me much. But hey, if he's putting up the money to make this happen, uh, I'm grateful for that at least. So that that's good. Yeah, I am too. And when Donkey announced that he was ma- be- basically becoming a publisher, you know, and was creating this company called Big Mode, I read a couple articles that were kind of critical about it, you know, like, Oh, just because you play video games doesn't mean, you know, video games. And I think all of that is very valid. And, you know, I think a lot of people had concerns and, you know, that is what it is. But one thing I have to admit is that if I suddenly became rich tomorrow, right. I would absolutely want to do what donkey is doing. (laughs) I, I, and I came to that realization as I was thinking about this whole thing, like, I don't, you know, I, I would love to start a company and then find games that I really love and believe in and then financially support them. So, you know, from that angle, I agree with you, Nick and Laura, like, I'm really glad that this is happening and uh, I don't like Donkey's content really, but hey, <laughs> it's awesome that he's supporting um, Star Providence and I hope that he continues to support good games in the future. Mm-hmm. And I know there's one other thing in there that you're really excited about and that is the star of providence figurine which is still a mystery yes um yeah if you could see my face right now i have a huge i have a huge grin whenever i think about this (laughs) whenever i think about this i'm very excited because this is something i've wanted for a long long time um i i I like figurines i have since i was little i i still remember a friend of mine gave me like a digimon figurine and i was never the biggest digimon fan like the show man, did I love those figurines. They were awesome because they're just so, so many unique ones. And, um, I don't know last year, some, at some point I went to my parents' house and I found this old, like 10 that I kept all my Digimon figurines in. And I was like, Oh yeah. I I got them all out. And I was like, showed my kids, Hey, check out these cool figurines. They didn't think they were cool. (laughs) They they won't think anything you do is cool until they're at least 30. (laughs) Okay. Noted lore. I'll remember that. But I'm, I'm excited to see what the figurine is. And, you know, I'm definitely going to be buying it. So mm-hmm. Donkey's got me there. Donkey's got you. 
And alongside with the publishing deal, it has been confirmed, at long last, Star of Providence is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Woo! Finally! So, Laura, I'm eager to hear your thoughts on this because you and I are the only ones in this conversation to have a Switch. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> only ones, that's two out of three of us. No, yeah, that's really, really exciting because I remember when they first pitched the game to Nintendo and Nintendo just said no, and none of us on the other side, I'm sure the devs were given a reason, but we never really knew why because it seemed like such a good fit for the Switch, especially... Um, it's perfect for the Switch. There are some shmup games, I believe, that use the Switch uh in a portrait orientation so monolith would work really well with that obviously would be a little small in the center of the screen Mm -hmm. Uh, i also say that because my eyes are kind of weak so i usually have to plug in my switch to see anything but Mm -hmm. i imagine that had something to do with it but no, I just really think that them getting finally getting the Switch release will really help to put the game out there. It'll be presumably, at least for a little bit, on the new releases page. And I may not always like Nintendo's business practices, but um, perhaps somewhat obviously Nintendo has always been a big part of my life. So it's kind of exciting that they're like, okay, well, you can put your game on our store. And I know that may not mean very much, but it's still really cool to think that I could have this on my Switch on the go in addition to as how I play it now. Yeah, I agree. Even if, you know, even if I'm taking my dock you know, and, and, and plugging that in and playing it on a, on a TV screen. I'm, I'm, I'm just excited. I'm excited to have it. Um, I'm really excited too, by the probable, the possibility of, um, a collector's edition of the game getting released. Now I know, I know that might seem like a far-fetched idea, but there actually are a few physical media publishers out there that, that like to take indie titles that, you know, they're not triple A games and they're not selling like crazy, but they have a, a strong, uh, kind of cult following and they do have physical releases. Um, so I'm kind of hoping that that would happen eventually, but re- regardless if that happens or not, it's so awesome that we'll have it in, in a portable mode. Like you said, Laura, I'm so excited to be able to take it with me. Um, I have to travel for work. Sometimes I'm going to be able to play monolith on the airplane instead of just thinking about monolith and wishing I was playing it on an airplane. Star of Providence. Uh, sorry. Star of Providence. <laughs> oh, I'll get it someday. Times are we going to do that? Is somebody going to like make a counter or something? Probably. I'm definitely losing right now. <laughs> but yes, I can play Star of Providence on my Switch. I'm very happy. I actually wrote a letter to Nintendo. Nick, I mentioned this to you. Mm-hmm. I was like, please put this, please put this game on your system. They were like, oh, thanks. Dear Mr. Uncle who works at Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, please, Uncle, I need you to deliver this letter. but uh yeah anyway i'm I'm glad it's there there are a whole list of new features that are coming to the game and uh 
while we're all excited for all of the features, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to ask you both, Nick and Laura, what you're most excited for. Well, for me personally, out of all the things I could be excited about, personally, just new music from Garrow. Garrow is an mm-hmm. excellent composer. Like, if, if you're listening to this podcast, you've listened to the soundtrack of this game. It is delightful. And if you've been paying attention, you may have already heard some of the tr- new tracks. But I, having had the opportunity to listen to some of them in full, they're, they're wonderful. And they really enhance the experience of the game. And they make certain moments, certain encounters so much more impactful and just more of that is always you know, something that I look forward to and celebrate. Uh, Laura, what about you? What are you most excited for coming up? Well, there are several things, honestly. Um, new music as well, because obviously, um, as Nick has already gone over, Arc of Dream is a fantastic artist. He is an inspiration to me as well. I would like to make music someday, perhaps. Um, And I don't know, I'm just really excited to see more from him. But to be actually kind of unique, (laughs) I would say the new bosses are actually pretty exciting to me because we've spent a long time with just the same kind of rotation. And the last time mm-hmm. we got new bosses, they threw an absolute curveball at us with fish. <laughs> Pure and Alex are demons when it comes to making boss fights, especially endgame boss fights, which there may or may not be. I know that they delight in their super bosses, so I would not mm-hmm. be surprised if one showed up. But the kind of creativity that they've put into these boss fights, these creatures, this when you reach database, the way that's all set up, microcore, trespasser, I'm really excited to see what else they come up with and how that might tie into the facility as a whole. Or might not. Fish exists. (laughs) Yeah, well said. I am very excited to see any of the new bosses they make. And the trailer does hint at some things that they don't look like uh, your run-of-the-mill bosses. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Nick's like, no comment. <laughs> no comment. I'm sure we're all about to die horrendously, and Pure will laugh. Oh, that is But I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> the, the new feature I am the most excited for and really curious about is the new languages feature. So um, I, for the past year and a half, I want to say now, I've been trying to learn some Japanese. And uh, I don't know if that's one of the new languages, but I think it would be really fun to uh, incorporate monolith and Japanese study together (laughs) and kind of play through the game and uh, talk to the NPCs and try to, to, to read the Japanese. That would be a huge thrill for me um i'm also curious if uh the there will be a mandarin version of it and if there is a mandarin chinese version if they'll have simplified and traditional characters because that would be pretty sweet um and i'd love to play in chinese as well so to pull back the curtain a little bit on 
SARF Providence development. You almost said it. The thing that made this so complicated was that originally the game was available only in it was available only in English or German, and the problem was that all of the text was hard coded into the game. It was made it was coded in such a way that it was impossible to add new text to the game, just because oh. it was like it's either this or this and nothing else. So the devs have told me that. Yeah, they've had to rip out all of that and incorporate a new system so they can just keep adding language to the game, languages to the game to sort of serve more people. And the other big concern that I had, which I don't know how they're going to address it, is that Monolith has has several fonts. It has primarily three. It has the big font for the bosses' names, the mm-hmm. medium font for characters talking that you see in the portraits and then menus and then the small font for like uh, keywords and tooltips and stuff like that and when you have to add say Japanese or Mandarin characters at three different sizes now it becomes a lot more challenging it's like well you need to design a font that is readable at all of these sizes yeah it's very tricky it is going to be a major challenge how to render text or characters that are very dense. So that is that is something I'm looking forward to seeing them tackle that. I wonder if boss names will be translated too, or if they'll just leave those out. I mean, they are translated in German, so... Oh, okay. Yes, I am very curious as to how that would work out because I am also attempting to learn Japanese and how people read certain kanji, which are uh, Chinese characters, uh, borrowed borrowed Chinese characters, mm-hmm. um, at in certain fonts, absolutely mystifies me. <laughs> so I can imagine it will be quite the undertaking if they choose to do it. But um, I believe it will pay uh, dividends because, Nick, I believe you said that there is a Japanese-speaking community for Monolith. I haven't been in the server as much anymore, so you'd know more about that. Well, yeah, that is true. Thank you for bringing it up. That um, it is not surprising nobody, uh, you know, over in Japan, they do like their shmups. And (laughs) there has been a small... Japanese fan base around Star of Providence, but it's it's been kind of they've always had this language divide, as in the the game is in this language that sure if you play video games it's kind of familiar to you, but you're you kind of feel like well you would these would people would feel a lot more welcome and we would have more of them if we if they did have it in their own language. And I feel like that is a easily overlooked but actually really important way to get the game to more people is just make it accessible to people of all languages. And I personally have a desire to see this game be shared and enjoyed all over the world and having people from all corners of the earth coming together and talking about how much they like this game. And having new languages is a way to help make that happen. Yeah. Well said. Mm-hmm. That is, I, I do hope that the new languages bring in new players and, and let, you know, new, new P 
people in in different countries play a game that I love deeply. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. There's certainly going to be a new wave of hype, and I'm very excited to see what comes out of that. Nick, you recently announced the rename of Monorail. So yes, it's true. The the Racing League, previously known as Monorail, has now been rebranded, and it is now Sprint, the Star of Providence Racing International Tournament. And the big reason for the change was obviously, well, the game changed. The game changed its name, and our name no longer follows from that. So now we're gonna rename it into something new. There's been another other minor reasons like. I was never really sure about monorail as a name. Railguns mm. are actually not that good of a weapon when Speedy runs. But like, hey, hey, don't you say that around me. Uh, I will. <laughs> as champion, I will say whatever the hell I want about Railguns. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's okay, Railgun. We still love you. I still love you. Oh, I like Railguns. They're just not good at going fast. In any case... We, we the racing link has changed its name. It is now Sprint, and I'm really excited to have tournaments again. And this update is a very good excuse to have tournaments happening again. And I hope to make one happen again soon. We shall see. Uh, there's been talks among the staff about if we want to do something soon or not. No, no concrete plans yet, but rest assured. Uh, this this news doesn't just breathe new life into the community. It's, it is breathing new life into the racing scene as well. So there's that. And given what we've just spent a long time talking about with regard to languages, uh, I have I assume that we all have some hope that the international part will become more than simply food for the acronym. Well, yeah, I should point out that the international part in sprint is it isn't in some sense descriptive every event so far has been international but it is also in part aspirational like i want mm -hmm. i want to have even more international representation i want there to be even more people like and i want the the word international being in there to act as a signifier that hey doesn't matter where you are, you can come in and be part of this and join in. We'll be happy to have you. Yeah, that's nice. Thanks so much for listening to our Star of Providence fancast. And thanks again to Ark of Dream, aka Garoslaw, for letting us use his music and sound effects in our podcast. Be sure to check out all of the Star of Providence soundtracks on his Bandcamp page, the original soundtrack, the Relics of the Past soundtrack, which is a bit of an outdated name now, but that's still what it's called, and the 5th Anniversary Edition soundtrack. If you have any comments or suggestions for us, uh, reach out to us on our Discord. We'll have the server link in the show description. And there you'll find fellow pilots to talk with and discuss the show. Thanks for listening. We'll hope you'll join us next time. This is what you came for, isn't it? So be it. <laughs>